Welcome to the 301 Podcast, the interview podcast for the hottest up-and-coming entrepreneurs, artists, and creators. Real, authentic, and inspiring. And here is your host, Marcus Engel. Let's get it started in 301. Welcome back to the 301 Podcast. Today, we talk to the female director, Rene Rüben. Besides being a director, she's also a writer and writes poem in the name of she. We talked about her drive to keep going, that not everything is going according to plan as a freelancer, and we took a big look behind the scenes of a movie set and how much work goes into a small film project. Before we get into it, I would like to introduce WeWork as the supporter of this episode. I'm pretty sure you have heard of WeWork before. They are the global leader in flexible workspaces, providing businesses of all sizes with space, community and services they need to run and grow their businesses. With more than 800 locations in 150 cities and in 38 countries around the world, WeWork helps startup, freelancers and corporate businesses to stay connected, flexible and productive. Check out flexible workspaces in your environment on WeWork.com. Without further ado, let's get straight into it in 3, 0, 1. So today we have the first female director in the Three One podcast, <laughs> Rene Rüben. Welcome to the Three One podcast. Thank you so much. And it's really nice because it's your first podcast, but it's also the first podcast for me in a recording studio. So this is the first time. And it's also the first podcast of the WeWork podcast rooms that we yes. can record here. So we are very, <laughs> very happy about this. Um, but before we uh, dive into it and talk about all the other firsts, um, maybe it's a good chance for you to give a quick introduction, uh, who you are and also what you do. So I'm Renee and I'm Dutch. Uh, I live here in Amsterdam and I am a director and creative writer, poet, uh, but mainly director. <laughs> really nice. And uh, we just talked about firsts. Do you remember when you were like uh, thinking the first time of like, hey, I want to be part of the, the film industry. I want to be like uh, participating um, yeah, I do actually, but it, it's just started, um, when I was like really young and, you know, being creative as a child and making up stories and plays and, you know, um, directing my friends uh, in the neighborhood to a play that we needed to do, or, you know, host my own radio show with uh, friends from school. Um, I think it started there, mm. uh, like making up stories. Um, but then I circled back, um, to like um mid like like uh, high school mm. where you need to think about okay what am i going to do <laughs> what 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 am i going to do like a study so when you're like 15 16 you need to think about it and then we're like so many things that i really enjoyed doing um and so the first time actually the first time I was already studying I, I studied marketing um, and I really love to come up with all the concepts um, but then I was like okay well I did an internship and I was doing the nine to five and that was the moment where I where I thought this is not for me and you know you you come up with these creative concepts and then okay and then what you know mm. um, you give it to other people and so I was like um I need to do things differently, but I wanted to finish my study. But here in the Netherlands, you can uh, do like a course uh, for half a year when you are studying. So I was like, what can I do to um, make my own stuff as well? And then I enrolled into media productions. And then it all kind of came together. And I was like, I need to be a director and I need to, you know, make make stuff. And mm. I can, you know, I can think of, of things um, and then I can... I can make them and it didn't at that time I did I wasn't so much like oh I'm a female 
Um, so I'm a female director. It's not it's not something that I was, you know, really aware of. I was just like this. This is just something that I have to do. This is my calling, or you know, I don't know how you want to call it. But um, and yeah, so I just I just went along with it. Do you think? Um, maybe first question. Do you think everyone has a calling? I do actually. Yeah. And yeah. do you think filmmaking is is yours? Well, not 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 in particular filmmaking. I think I just found a way to um, put things and situations and things you go through as a, as a human, like in general, um, into something uh, which is art. Mm. And I think a lot of people uh, have their own special <laughs> uh, thing that they, that they can put it into. But for me, it is uh, film and it is words, especially. And was that something that started then already early um, for you? Like also, I mean, um, were you the first one to have like a video camera and like uh, make videos already or cut them or, or something like this? Or were you more like, um, I don't know, just doing your bachelor um, degree in marketing and then finding out, oh, I, I really like this direction. I really like this direction because you have more touch points. And then you said, okay, I'm going to, to Brussels and study um, film or screenwriting and then directing there. Um, I wasn't the kid that was running around with the camera. I was the kid that was, you know, a lot in her own dream world <laughs> and just, you know, making up stories already from an uh, early age mm. uh, on. And I think a lot of children do that, of course, but it evolved into um, me being really interested in art um, and interested in literature. Uh, so I love to read books. I love to read poetry. I love to, I always love to watch movies and stuff like that. And I think um, I've always had like a thing for beautiful photography. So when I was really young, I would, my, I would already ask my mom to buy me the Elle magazine and Vogue because I really enjoyed the pictures in it, like the, the fashion pictures and, you know, how the lighting and stuff like that worked. So I had like a whole wall of wallpaper just yeah. cutting out the magazines. Um But I think when you're in high school, you are pushed into like you you re you you have to figure out what uh, you want to do at like a really early age. And what I really enjoyed doing, I did like more of the creative uh, side in high school. Um, so you had like these four profiles, and I did like the the, the most creative one, where we where I had to paint and you know make stuff like be be creative. Mm. Um, and that's what I really enjoyed. But I wasn't sure I needed to go to like the art school because I didn't want to make a profession out of painting or, or stuff like that. So I was a little bit lost, I guess. And then you go to like these open days where you can see what uh, studies are. Um, and I really enjoyed like the psychology side of of, of, of the, the colleges. Um, but then I also really loved art school and I, I, I didn't really, really know what I wanted to do. Just I, the one thing that I knew was like, Uh, that I uh, enjoyed photography and film and that I loved psychology and that I loved writing. Mm. Um, and then so um, I went to the marketing school here in Amsterdam and I was like, well, this is really cool because you can come up with the concepts. So I thought back then, you know, when I was 17, 16, 17, I thought, yeah, well, this is it. I'm just gonna do this and I'm gonna, you know, be creative and make up my own stories. And it's just that... Um, Yeah, you you, uh, you do a lot of cool projects, but yeah, it's 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 cool. You you learn a lot, but mm. it's 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 basically when I did the internship that I was like, yeah, this is not for me. 
I'm not, we, we talked about it. Uh, are you a morning person or an evening person? Yeah. I'm definitely a morning person and my creative, my, my mind is, oh, it's always on, but you know, you, when you are working at a company, you have to be creative from nine to five, but you know, sometimes I'm created at creative at 11 PM or I'm creative at seven o'clock in the morning. I wake up with an idea. So mm. yeah. Really nice. You, you say also like in, uh, I think on your homepage, uh, you say uh, the viewer is not a spectator, but a participant. How how do you make this visible in in like your the the, the films that that you are directing? Um, I think it has a lot to do lots to do with emotion. Um, I think um, you know I always um, tr I mean I try to um, put something from like like re a situation in reality. Um, and I try to make it into something, but I think it's really important that you pull in your viewers and that you get out a certain emotion uh, in them as well. And I think that's something that's really powerful in filmmaking um, altogether, mm. but I think it's even more powerful or not even more. It's also really powerful if you can do it for like more commercial uh, projects as well, that you um, get like the emotion out and that you, you you know you pull them into a world that you are making like you make a world a world in i make a world in my head and then i want everybody to be a part of it as well mm, super nice and i mean um can you maybe talk us a little bit through the process because i find it interesting um like uh you 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 finished studying like you worked a little bit on the on the side also like in the in the film industry um, but can you tell us then about like your first project that you directed as like a, a freelancer when you're like all of a sudden like all alone and everyone is looking at you to make the calls? Like, <laughs> how how was that first uh, project and that first experience? It was actually really cool um, because I I finished uh, school and of course you are already directing your own projects in school, so everybody's already looking at you. But then you are of course a student, so it's 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 more it's less scary. Um, but um, yeah, I remember my first project was like um, a really cool project that I did with uh, guys that I was also uh, studying with. So it was our real, our first project uh, after school, and um, I don't know. I, of course, I was I was nervous, but I was also pretty exciting because it was my own my own first thing to do. Mm. And now when I look back, I'm just, you know, laughing at, because then I thought, oh, this is really good. This is, it was a commercial project. Um, but I was just so, I was genuinely happy that I could uh, make something. Mm. And I, I didn't feel like nervous that everybody was looking at me, but more like, how how is the day going? It was more just for me, like, how's the day going? And how is ev everything working? And, you know, it's, it's your first big job. So, yeah. yeah. And I think it's so, yeah, also like interesting as well, right? Because uh, when you are like at school, um, you are kind of in this protected environment. Yes. And I think you get a lot of tools that you learn, which are very, very good. But then you have like that all of a sudden that switch that yeah. like people look at you to make a decision. Like, oh, should we do it like this or like that? Yeah. And you're, okay, like, and I think this is like really, yeah, I think really exciting as well when you like uh, can be can be part of it as well. Um, but what, what I would be also interested is, um, can you take us a little bit like into the process of, um, also like making a movie, let's say maybe like a, a short, a short film or something sure. like this, because, um, the outside view is like, um, 
I think only this kind of like onset uh, mindset that you have that is like you have that director's chair yeah. and like you're sitting on there and then you're yeah. just making your calls, right? Yeah. So uh, maybe you can take us a little bit through like the process, like how you how you would start to do, to make like a short film. Are the ideas coming like when they are coming? How do you pr project everything? That would be super interesting. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So first things first, you need to have a story, of course. Um, and I think everybody has a story to tell. And I think every filmmaker or beginner um, has a story to tell. And then um, you can make the decision of uh, writing your own uh, script. Um, that's something that a lot of directors do or like together with a screenwriter. But I think there are a lot of really good screenwriters that can actually make your idea into a script. Um, so that's where you start. And then you are, um, so when that's, when that's like done, you have, you have your script, then what? Then you need like all the tools and stuff to make it. Um, but I think the pre-production, that's like the, the, the pre-phase of the actual director sitting in a chair and <laughs> directing, um, you, yeah, you have to, you have, of course have, you have to get your crew together. Uh, of course you have a cameraman lighting. It, it's, it's depending on like the size of your project, but uh, a producer would be nice to arrange everything. Um, money is also a really important part of uh, making something. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, you, you actually, you take the script and you are go just going through it like with every different department, like the art department, the camera department, the lighting department, you, you just, basically um, break it down into pieces of what you would need. Um, so that's for like the technical part. So you you are thinking about the look and feel of the movie. Do you want it to be like um, really uh, cold and grayish or is it like a really bright movie or what? what is the feeling that you want to bring uh, out? Um, and that's all in your head, of course. And then you need to outsource it to everybody and they all make like it's always a team effort, you know, we're, we are a team, everybody's doing their job and they're in their department. So you have to think about, okay, if you're shooting in a house, uh, what is that house going to look like? Um, is it, uh, are we shooting at night or at day? Um, the actors, I mean, how many actors do you want? What are you looking for? How do they look? It, there, there goes a lot into the pre, the, the preparation of like the, the shooting days. So everything basically is already laid out before you actually start shooting. So you have to think about every little detail that makes the movie. Um, and I think that's that's one of the, the best parts because it's, it's something that's in your head and now you are working together with a lot of people to make it happen. Mm. And I think that's really cool to see something coming together. Um, on screen and then you of course have the shooting days um, but before the shooting days you also have like um, casting for actors stuff like that and you have like um, rehearsals um, I think one of the most important things as a director to do as well is um, directing your actors so beforehand you have your script and then you are Basically, every sentence can be said in so many different ways. Mm. And you have to be really clear in your mind um, on what kind of emotion you want to bring out or you want to bring your actors. Um, and then it's like a collaboration between you and the actors to bring out the best emotion. And when you have like these, these really cool conversations where it starts happy and it ends like really sad or something like that, how do you, it's, it's, it's some, sometimes like a wave, you know, how, when, when is that turning point to, mm. to let the actors uh, do something else or switch without it being 
uh, like really unnatural. And then, you know, of course, lighting, camera movement, stuff like that can also add to it. So you have to think about everything. And then, of course, um, you have your whole crew that helps you and also finds ways to tell the story uh, best because I I do believe that everybody has their own department and is really good at that. And I think it's really cool if that's melting together. Mm. So you have your production days, which are like really, really long days, but it's so cool. And like the technical crew is prepping for three, four or five hours um, and you you are shooting your scenes. Um, and, after, and, and after that, you're going to, into the edit room and then another fun part begins because then you see everything that you shot and you are putting it together into in for instance a short film mm. um and then you always have your first base like like the, the movie itself but then it's not finished then you have your whole music the the this the sound editing the the colors and you know it doesn't stop that it just it doesn't stop with you know cutting and editing your uh, images it's it's so much more than that Mm. And what is your favorite process of uh, all the different like parts, like more the pre-production <laughs> or the the production days or the the editing after that or or, or the or the writing the idea the ideation phase? I think every part is exciting um, in its own way, but I do feel there is a certain kind of magic to actually shooting because everybody is so focused and so together working on something, and you are literally creating something at that moment. And I think that's something really magical. Mm. And how much is um, planning and how much is uh, improvisation on, on set? The, I, I think there always needs to be room for improvisation because uh, sometimes you have something in your mind or at a location and you, you oh, it, it, sometimes things are not working or uh, you run out of time, but you still need to have it because the sun is setting or, you know, stuff like that. So I think a lot of it is planned, especially, you know, when you are working with big crews and uh, working at a lot of different locations and um you know you, you always have like a couple of scenes that you shoot a day or like one scene but you have different uh, angles you know, like camera angles that you need to shoot it so you need to think about stuff like that beforehand um but then of course sometimes you are working with your actors and you're like oh i think it's better if we do it like this or if you come from that way so mm. of course there's always room for improvisation yeah i think that's also Part of being creative as well mm. is it easy for you to to be like in the in the center of attention like is it easy for you to because i mean i've been to a couple of sets already uh, of commercial shoots and a lot of times i mean of course as a client and a lot of times you look at the director and be like well it's yeah. your call right like i yeah. mean i've this is this is how it should look like but you have to decide if this take was the take because I don't have the, the eye for it. Yeah. Like, is it easy for you to like cope with that kind of like pressure? Is that something that comes with time or were you always like kind of resistant to those kind of um, influences maybe? Um, I think I've always been resistant to it, but I think I've grown uh, into being, um, yeah, being being that person even more when you get older. Of course, because in, in, in you know, when you're shooting your first commercials, you're a bit more, um, I wouldn't say insecure, but I don't feel that pressure. I don't, I don't actually, no. That, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're good for your job. Yeah. Um, what, what project are you most proud of so far? Wow, that's a good question. I'm proud of all of them and not proud of all of them because I'm never, you know, I'm, I'm such a perfectionist. So I... I think 
sometimes I'm like, oh, well, I, I, this is really cool. But but then again, I'm of, of course, I'm proud of all of them. Um, one of the first projects that I made uh, for myself into kind of the vibe that I um, am working in now as well uh, is a mood film and it's called uh, Girl on a Mission. Mm-hmm. And um, I really like to, it was kind of the idea just came to me uh, in a way that like life is a paradox and um, why are people always so negative or mad or, or you know, stuff like that. Um, and I wanted to do, I wanted to bring out a message, like a positive message. So I think that's, that's one of the uh, ones that I'm proud of because I, I still get like a lot of good feedback um, from it as well. Um, and I think if it helps people, then it's 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 really it's really cool. Mm. And when um, when do you have those kind of um, creative bursts? <laughs> is, is this then like a, <laughs> when you have like your morning coffee that you think like, oh, I want to do something about this, or is that more something that comes with like uh, you see things or you you observe things and you're like, oh, this is not going well. I want to like kind of do something with it, or like when? How does that work for you? I think both. Um, I think I, I, I don't know how my brain works. Like sometimes images or ideas come to me, but of course you have like situations um, um, or you observe people or, or you, you like some, somebody's going through something and you're like, wow, um, what's, what's happening or how is that working? Or you see stuff in the world or it's, it, or I listen to a song and I'm like, wow, a, a, a music video like this would be really nice for that song or I just get images and ideas around um, the emotions that I get from like all sorts of things. Mm. Um, yeah, so I, I don't think that there's like one particular way or one particular thing. I get inspired by a lot of things, mm. um, but mostly like human situation. It's, there's always a certain reality to it, but like mixed into something that I make. Mm. And um, uh, I think it's quite funny because like um, I think a couple of weeks back I, I also recorded a podcast and um, we had like an amazing conversation for 25 minutes mm-hmm. and then I looked at my recorder and then I realized I didn't record. Oh no. So I was oh. like, oh my God, like it happens. I mean, the, the, I think so that, that, that happens to, to every <laughs> podcast, I think. Um, but uh, now you're going to tell me that. It exactly. No, 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 I just checked, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just to you. Um, uh did did something like this happen to you as well like do you also have like kind of like a fuck up story where you're like oh man like this is this was really like a, a fail or is it or did it never happen maybe because you're a perfectionist and <laughs> <laughs> i am a perfectionist that that is one thing that is true um yeah no not like that like we didn't record anything or no actually not i'm i'm thinking no no, then sorry, the, the, then sorry. it's the perfectionist. <laughs> Do you think you have to be a perfectionist to be a director? No, no, not at all. I think you have to. Um, I think you have to pay attention to details, like that's that's one of the main jobs. But then also you have to pay attention to the overall view, hmm. and I think that those that is like a really um, difficult combination. Because you have to like uh, always be the leader and always um, you have to, your eyes and ears need to be everywhere. And I think it's more like that. And if you are a perfectionist, I think it helps. But sometimes because you can pay attention to details as well. But no, you don't have to be a perfectionist. Mm. Do, do you think it's um, 
would you describe it as like a, a positive character trait of yours? Perfectionism? <laughs> um, now I do. Yeah, yeah, now I do. It's, yeah, but sometimes it's it's in my way as well, of course. And especially when I was in high school or when I was studying, I always wanted to, you know, perform. And that's when I got older, um, it just sort of, I just sort of worked with my perfectionism. And now I think it's working for me because I have like a huge drive. Um, because you know, yeah, well, if you're a freelancer, not, it's not always going right. Of course it's not. Mm. But, um, when you have like the drive, you, you can keep going and you can keep pepping yourself up. And I think that's a good trait, um, being a perfectionist. Mm. When we talked about the the process of uh, making a movie, like there were like so many like different parts mm -hmm. and like also so many different parts that you have to to master. Yeah. Um, if we think and and you also talked about it like filmmaking as a, like an an art. Um, mm -hmm. If if we compare it to other arts like music or or painting or something like this, if I want to get better at, for example, playing the piano, I can yeah. sit down and play the piano. Mm -hmm. How do you get better? Because how do you experiment maybe like with, with different things? Is there like a, something that you can train to become a better director or is it done by experience? It is partially done by experience. Um, I've grown into it, of course, as well. And you always learn stuff. Um, but I also think that it has a lot to do with just try things on your own. Um, I did that a lot. And um, I think that that works. Um, Like if you have a story you want to tell and you don't have like a really big budget, just, you know, look into your network and find a cameraman and, and a sound guy and, you know, just just record and, and like a model or an actor that, that really want to help you. Because I think there uh, we always forget that there are a lot of people that just want to help each other. And that's something I've experienced as well, um, that everybody wants to help each other. I would love to help others as well. You know, it's it's um, it's that that's something that's really cool. So you have to. Um, put your mind to that and just write a story. And it, it doesn't have to be like a good story. It doesn't have to be your best work, but just, you know, write something, just begin and just make something. Um, get your like small crew together or even film yourself. I mean, um, get your photo camera and just just try stuff, um, see how things work. And then also what I would highly recommend if you, of course, want to be a filmmaker or want to get better, um, One of the things that is really good is to to edit your own stuff. Mm. So you see what you uh, shot uh, on on the shooting days, and then you see what works and what doesn't work. And then you can also pay really close attention to if you are working with actors, what are they doing? How are how was that in my mind? You 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 always need to analyze yourself with everything that you do. So partially it becomes uh, it comes with. Um, of course, experience that you do for the jobs that you do, and then also your own stuff. Like, mm. yeah, always, always the, the need or want. For me, it's a need because I'm a perfectionist, but the, the wanting to get better and wanting to be better and more like the, yeah, like yourself and, and what, what you do. Mm. And would you say that you should rather be like a, a generalist or more like a um, specialist, like uh, as, a, as a director? In, in terms of knowing from everything so much that you can talk about it yeah or actually being able for example to to edit like 
things yourself or to sh like to turn the camera a little bit to say like this is the angle that I want. You know? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not touching the camera. <laughs> <laughs> that's off limits. No, that's 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 the steal of like a director of, of photography. No, I think um, I, I I don't find the need to edit myself or to do camera work myself. I am a director, and that's what I wanted wanted to be and want to be. Mm. Um, Yeah, so no, no, for me, it's it's not a, not doing everything. I think that that's part of, you know, like letting things go or letting other people do their job as well. And I think that's that that's also where the fun is, you know, like everybody's working together on something. And I think that creates a really good vibe and energy as well on set and offset um, because everybody can do their job and everybody can like breathe mm. because, you know, they can do their job. Is it easy for you to let uh, that go, that part? Yeah. Yeah, because, um, of course, you I, I, I always want to be in control, but I think it has more to do with the communication. Um, if you don't like something or you um, want something different, then it's all about how you communicate the, the things to uh, someone else mm -hmm. so he or she can fix it or, you know. No. Was there anything that um, you learned um, as uh, in in the life as a as a as a director um, that you wouldn't have expected you would learn it, like a learning that you would have wouldn't have expected you would would get out of it? Uh, patience, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, especially no, I think patience. Yeah, patience. It's just you have to be so patient because it's not like uh, the opportunities are flying by and your your phone is is ringing all the time like you have to be be patient because sometimes it it it, it always takes time not even like getting assignments or like like jobs but also making your own stuff it's like an idea came to mind a year ago but now you are shooting it so It has a lot to do, lot to do with patience, and I think we are living in a world where we need to thrive every day, and you need to be on your high every day, and you need to perform. Um, and I think um, I've learned. I, I, I always was, I was um, intoxicated by that as well. I might say um, because I always, I, I want to be in control, and I'm a perfectionist, so I, I have that in, in me as well. But over the last few years, I have learned to be patient, and then the the best things come to you, and then also things can grow, and um, you don't have to be high on energy all the time. It's also okay to rest. So mm. that has a lot to do with the patience. And and where's then your um, maybe a scapegoat to? <laughs> To like also switch off and be like um, by yourself because like it seems like that you are very busy with like I mean I, I think you're you're never off um, yeah. directing right like you always uh, observe and you think about new ideas and and everything like is there like a safe heaven <laughs> <or> like a, <laughs> where Rene is like uh, all on her own and can be like alone. Uh, yeah, I I actually do love to be alone, <laughs> so that's that's nice. I read a lot, um, but then of course your brain is also on. But I found um, a way to um, switch my mind off a bit when I write poetry or when I just write things out because then it gets out of my head as well. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. Um, I love to do long walks with podcasts or music, and then I'm 
free from like my whole brain. So that's something that works as well. And then of course my friends and family, when I'm with them, I'm, you know, not working or not. Of course, I sometimes we get into like a really cool conversation and then my mind goes on again. But um, yeah, and I also think that uh, one of the most important things is just be like, I'm, I'm now I'm in, in the now, like, now you are with your friends or now you are with your family or now you are walking and not being busy with but i have 10 emails that i need to answer or i need the i have a deadline for that project but it all comes down to like you know a piece of a piece of mind or like mm. a state of mind where you are at a bit more at rest yeah super super nice vision i think as well on 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 life because i think that's the most important thing like the to find also the balance between like being always on and uh, yeah. trying to focus and also switching off because you also need that energy again to have that extra push to be extra creative for your poems or yep. for for like the um, yeah for the for the directing uh, part and um do you um think that you found yourself already as um as a filmmaker as like a director in terms of like your kind of style that kind of like video or f movies films that you want to make i do yeah i think i um When I first uh, graduated, I, you know, you are doing a lot of different things and you um, think, oh, I like that and I like that. But now when I look back at the stuff that I um, made for myself also in film school and, you know, in between like the commercial jobs that I did, like my own stuff, there's like a, a, a line in it. Um, I was talking to my friend the other day and we were like, The, the thing that I made in film school is still relevant now. Um, and it's still some, it's, it's, it, it's, it's kind of my, my style already. Um, and I've, I've just grown into it more, but not, not so much grown into it more. I've explored, of course. Um, but also you need to dare to, to stand out. Mm. And, and that I, I Uh, search for that balance in the beginning because of course I wanted to be a director right away so I didn't want to do anything else so of course then you have to do like a lot of different stuff um, and um, you you learn a lot and that's that's really cool mm. but then you always get up uh, get fed up a bit because you're not yeah proceeding your own style and um, so a couple of years ago I was like yeah well I'm, I just have to stop with that a bit um, and just start, you know, more into my own direction because then, of course, then people know who you are. And I think now um, people have a good view of the kind of director that I am. And I think that's always evolving uh, because, you, of course, you have new experiences, new situations and stuff like that. But I think that there is now, yeah, there is there is a style. Mm. And and what do you think? Um, you said uh, you always need to like stand out. Like, what do you think? Like of your own own work? I mean, maybe <laughs> difficult <laughs> difficult question. But uh, what do you think? Like differentiates you from from others? Um, I think that every director has its own unique style, or I hope that they find it or do. Um, I think it has to do with the way that I approach. Um, everything i don't it's 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 a difficult question though because i'm not really aware of how i do it because it you know it just it is me um but i think that it's it's really personal it's 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 me as a person that is doing the the, the yeah 
the directing or making the the, the movies. Mm. Um, and I think it has to do a lot with personal taste, what I really enjoy, what I really like, um, and then just really, really focus on that and not like um, wanting to do what someone else is doing, you know? I think, or or what like a, a brand wants you to do. It's it's always, you even in commercial jobs, It's I think it's really important to find your own st- you know, your own steel and your own mm. style. And even though it's not like the, the dreamy vibe that I do, just try to at least, you know, approach it in a certain way. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's super important, especially like with, with brands as well, right? I mean, it's two things, right? Like the brands also come to you um, for that reason, because they like your your style, they like the the imagery that you have done before so they also want to have kind of like this this feeling as well but also brands are very heavy on like yeah but this is our house style and you know exactly. this is like yeah that's what we want to portray you know but i mean they they think they they come to the right place if they want to have something else um <laughs> thank you we, we've also i think talked um in our intake um conversation a little bit about it um that normally um if i ask for example 10 guys to be part of the podcast mm-hmm. nine say yes if i have asked uh, t- uh, 10 uh, women then two or three say yes um and and or i think one says yes immediately like you <laughs> <laughs> and uh, two or three i have to like uh, kind of like convince and be mm-hmm. a little bit more more proactive um so of course one learning for me to reach out to to 30 in the future that <laughs> i <laughs> increase the rate but um do you think like you have kind of like a little bit more, um, like um, more pressure or like more like responsibility also maybe to other uh, uh, women to uh, like because you're like in the film industry as like a, a female director and I think it's like still kind of like a little bit male um, occupied a- a- as well like do you feel like kind of like a responsibility or pressure or is it just something that is like no I just do what I want and I, I try to empower as many as possible so what I w- what I have ex- experienced is not that I am like I'm a female director and I'm um different or I there aren't a lot of females on set of course I'm aware of it <laughs> of course um, I would love to have more female uh, co-workers um, on set but it's not like something that I focus on as much as maybe somebody else will um, the main goal for me is of course to empower other women to do uh, something that they dream of in general um, and I think of course we could use more uh, females in the film industry Mm. because I think the approach of females is a bit different than the approach of men, which isn't like good or bad. But um, of course, men and women are different. We all know that. Um, And I think that that it it would be good to have like a more balance, uh, more of a balance into it. Yeah. But it's not for me. It's not like I'm a, a pure feminist, and I, I'm, you know, I'm I'm working hard. And no, it's it's not like that. I think that everybody is just good in his job. If you're a male, female, I I don't care. Mm. Um, and that that has always been a bit of my yeah, my vibe, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's it's yeah. I'm not I'm not super busy with that with that because I don't think it's that important to always. Um, make sure that you are a female director. I mean, I am, but and I'm proud of it. But you know, it's not like pushing and 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 no. Mm. Yeah, really nice uh, vision. If um, you would give uh, an advice to to any starter, uh, male or female, um, to get started, like in the in the film industry, um, what what advice would you would you give them? Just start. 
Yeah, I think you just have to start and it doesn't matter with what or how or, you know, just get 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 a camera or even do it on your phone. Um, write, write every day. I write every day. I mean, I've, I've written thousands of stories, but not everything is 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 coming to to daylight but mm. you know just try to get everything out of your head and into paper or into um into like a moving image or yeah you just have to start somewhere and i think that um of course you always you you grow into it um and i think it's really important that you just follow your dream and just just go for it i mean um if I didn't, then yeah, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't make all the cool stuff that I do now. And mm. you just have to chase your dream. I think that's one of the most important things. Yeah, I agree. Do you do you also think that um, uh, filmmakers have like kind of like um, a little bit also like a moral responsibility to cultural development? Like, is that something? Because, I mean. I think it's very evident uh, on on Netflix right now that it does not matter like which Netflix uh, series you watch. Uh, you always have um, like uh, same sex couples. Um, uh, the story revolves around them. You have POCs. You have so there's so much um, let's say cultural development yeah. um, being done, like Bridgerton and so on and mm -hmm. so on. Um, Like, do you think this is like kind of a um, moral responsibility that you have um, as a filmmaker or as a director to also? Um, be more um, aware of um, castings and and uh, yeah, like storytelling in, in that way. I do, yeah, because I think that um, a lot of our world is influenced by films or series or you know everything that we see online, uh, even commercials. And I think that that is a good way to uh, see how the world actually is um, or could be. Or it could <laughs> yeah. be, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that a lot of it, it's good to create the awareness. And I think that's, um, yeah, I think that's really important. And I think that is it is a good way. Like we, there is a certain power to it because, yeah, if you make a movie and it's so diverse um, in in cultural aspects, well, yeah, there you have your movie, and like millions of people are gonna see it and are gonna realize something. And I think what we talked about earlier, like, what do you? A part, uh, being a participant I think that that's also something really cool that you bring out an emotion into somebody that is viewing it and you don't know what it would be but yeah of course if you can um, be be part of like a, a, a movement or or something mm. yeah of course super nice and um, we, we also like in the, really in the beginning of the podcast we, we talked about uh, having a calling yeah um, is there still something that um like you try to to prove to yourself? Is there still maybe some other calling that you think like, oh, this is really uh, something I want to, I want to prove to myself that I'm able able and capable to to do that? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. I think, um, no, I think evolving uh, even more into um, also like helping others. So my, why I direct or you know your why <laughs> i've th i've thought about that as well um or your calling i think uh, it comes for me it comes down to comfort people or um like um help help them like or like with with films or or series like com comforting people i think that's one of the best things to do and i found a way you know with my with my art but 
I think I, I, I would love to even write more and, you know, help people more with words as well. But not so much like, um, no, not so much like prove something to myself even more. Um, no. Mm. You just said um, I try to help others mm -hmm. um, as well and uh, like comfort for others. Is there any career advice that you've uh, gotten so far that that really uh, like was a game changer for you? I think that has to do with um, continuing. Always, you know, continue. And I, I think as a freelancer or even, you know, I don't know, like everybody but as a, from from my point of view as a freelancer um sometimes it's hard to um to to keep being motivated because you know not everything is always going right and you what we talked about you need to have patience um and i think that that is something um that you have to 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 train as a as a freelancer as well mm. so One of the things that I, one of the advices that I got is one is like your style, just stand out, just make sure that everybody knows that you are that director. And then second, continue. Yeah. Yeah. Just continue. If, if you fall down really, really hard and you're like, what the F am I going to do now? Or am I going to proceed with this career or Just continue. Mm. Yeah. Or take a, take a break, but don't quit. You know, it's okay. It's okay to rest. Of course, you can rest for months or even take a whole year off, but continue. Don't quit. Mm. And I think those two are uh, things that, I, that are still, you know, in my mind every day. Yeah. And I think it's also the most difficult um, one as well, right? Like sometimes to continue and also like the, the pressure of, of others. I think I just saw like uh, last week, like a, a post from someone on, on LinkedIn who mm -hmm. uh, posted all the um, rejection letters that he that oh, he'd really? gotten. Um, and he said, like, I just wanted to um, share this because I only see, oh, I have a new job. I have new this, yeah. I have new that. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm <laughs> and I think, you know, exactly, especially when you're like a freelancer or like a starting entrepreneur, a lot of times you think like, wow, <laughs> they are so far ahead or it's like, but yeah, to, to continue and also like to realize that this is not the, the let's say the reality. Exactly. It's um, always difficult. Um What um, what does the future look like for you? Like, uh, what are for you like uh, like the next steps, like next milestones that you have in your in your head that you want to accomplish? Maybe this year, maybe next year. Um, so I am continuing with my own mood films, um, and they are also growing into even more me and you know the experience that you go through. So that's one thing that I really want to um, proceed, like mood films, short film working on that as well and then also continuing on commercial work um i love to do like the beauty fashion skincare um side of <laughs> of the commercials mm. and i think it's my, my my biggest dream for this year and maybe next year is to direct like for the big beauty brands that we all know um, I think that is one of my main goals mm. at the moment. Yeah. Super nice. Um, I think I slowly want to to bring uh, this, this podcast also home. I think it was uh, really, really amazing to to talk to you about your vision as a, as a female director. 
uh, I found it super interesting that it was clear from you like f so early in the process already that you're I want to be a director and nothing mm -hmm. else and you did everything um, to do that I've, I think this is really really nice to to see um, but also I've, I really think that the perfectionism stood out <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think that's also necessary for you to have it um, to be able also to 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 have this like complex job that that you're in um, but I also think um, you're very adaptable as well because uh, otherwise I, th I think it's a very interesting combination of being a perfectionist on the one hand, but on the other hand saying like, oh, I can let go and can other people do their, let them do their, their job as well. So yeah, chapeau. I think a uh, really, really good job. I have Thank always so much. <laughs> three, three final questions uh, to mm -hmm. every guest. Um, so the first one is like, what are you not very good at right now and you want to become better at? Wow, that's, that's the first one is already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, those are the most difficult ones. Oh. Uh, something I'm not good at and I want to be better at it. I mean, I need to be even more patient. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that I think um, not so much focus on others or like what others are doing, like something you say, I think that everybody um, sometimes sometimes feel that way, like, oh, they're they're doing jobs that I want to do or mm. yeah, I think that's something that I just need to be um, even more, you know, focused on my own, um, on my own way. I think that's, that's something, um, that I, I am st still, I am still learning. Yeah. Um, the next uh, question is, uh, what title would you give this chapter of your life? Um, it's funny because <laughs> I was just writing about, um, something that I wanted to uh, make into a mood film and, um, it all has to do with freedom and, and being in control of your own life and destiny so i think something with that <laughs> freedom life and destiny <laughs> yeah like okay. she she is free or something like that yeah that's what i would call this chapter of my life yeah. yes and the last question also a difficult one um <laughs> if you could send a sms or a, um, a whatsapp message to every mobile phone in the world mm -hmm. what would you say i love you I love you. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's, a, it's so funny. Like this is a like this is a message that I think there's not the third time that a podcast guest really? says I love you. Yeah. Oh wow! So it's a uh, that's it, funny. But it, it's though. so nice as well at, on the on the yeah. on the side because I think uh, yeah. Then maybe like uh, love is right now the the thing that every everyone can can need that for for sure. Exactly. I think that's yeah. I think that's the basis of everything. Love. So yeah. Why not? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Cool. Irene, thank you so much for being part of the 301 podcast. I think it was super interesting uh, to talk to you. And thank you so um, much for having me. Another great episode is coming to an end. And I'm very, very impressed by the determination, drive, but also the energy that René brought to the microphones. Long after the podcast has ended, we talked about failure. We talked about so many things. We talked about how things are not going as planned. And I think even the talk after the podcast, we could have filled another podcast with many, many valuable lessons that she has learned as a director. And she knew quite early what she wants to be. And she also said in the podcast, I always wanted to be a director and I am a director. And I think it's very impressive um, what you can do if you put your mind to it and if you really, really want to go for it and double down on it. And I hope this also helps you a little bit for everyone who is currently struggling, for everyone who is like thinking of starting a project. Do it because it always um, is worth it because a lot of times you do it and something else pops up that you don't even expect. So I hope this little advice helps you in your decision-making process. I hope you enjoyed this episode, of course, and we are back next week with another exciting guest. Until then, take care. Yours truly, Marcus.